This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Attention Carriage House members, Rana here to tell you all about Anchor.fm. Anchor is the fabulous app that we use to create our podcast. And let me tell you something, you can use it to create a podcast of your own. It's totally free. They have these terrific creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer, if you're that sort of person. I have a staff, excuse me. And now you can even add any song from Spotify directly to your episodes, which is pretty fabulous. The possibilities are totally endless. So download the free Anchor app now or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Kiss, kiss. Rana, we're a big hit. We're a hit. We are a hit. We are on the charts. We are getting ratings, reviews. We're on the charts. We are glowing praise of Dick Clark. We're not just on the charts. Dick Clark is turning over in his grave. Turning over in his, he just can't. We're on the billboard charts. He can't believe he missed it. Please go listen to Ask Rana and be sure to rate, review. And if you're not already subscribed, you should be ashamed of yourself. Absolutely. Subscribe to Ask Rana with Rana and Brian on iTunes and everywhere else you get your podcast. And look, there's no question that you have a friend that needs help. Absolutely. Start telling your friends about this show, would you? And go into every then situation. Then you don't have to give them advice. We'll o- do it for you. Open their door and say, they're a hit. And they'll ask you who is. <laughs> and then you can explain it. It feels good to be a hit. I think we're rolling already. Brian's leg was tapping, so I knew we were getting ready to start. I get very nervous right before we start, as if I'm going on stage. You're like a sprinter. Welcome to the third installment of Ask Rana. With Rana and Brian. Brian, you said it this time. That time I said it. Rana, how was your weekend? My weekend was fabulous. What did you do? I was in Santa Barbara, which is absolutely a beaut... You know... I will say this. I think I had my best weekend in Santa Barbara I've ever had. You were there just this weekend? And it's a place I go to often. Right. Yes. Well, because I was going to say, if you were only an hour and a half away, I mean, not even an hour 15, you song, right? Santa Barbara? You could have just come down to LA. We could have done the record there. But we have a rhythm established now. We do the, we do, we do the record here. Because I feel more comfortable in my office. Well, I could have come to Santa Barbara. That wouldn't have been a no, problem. No, but then we're doing it in a hotel room. Then we have to get you song a hotel room. I mean, I suppose we have to get him one here. But really, Brian, we've established a rhythm for the show, uh-huh. a look and a feel. Right. 
And the rhythm for you as you go from your main house, which I still haven't seen, by the way, to the carriage house. And the rhythm for me is I take an Uber plus to, no, sorry, Uber share to Burbank and then get on a JetBlue flight. It sounds like I'm getting a lot of complaints. No, I'm just uh, describing the rhythm. Yeah. Okay. Is that the, well, I mean, I don't know with you. Sometimes you're touring. Rana, I love this rhythm. And so that should be very easy for you to come to Boston from there. Definitely. Yeah, you're right. It just like it's well, just San- an Amtrak ride. It's Santa Barbara. It's too really. Asella. Oh yeah, you could take the Amtrak. I, I could have taken the. I tried to take the Amtrak. Oh really? But it, they didn't have any business class available, so I had to. I had to go by automobile instead. Oh. But Santa Barbara is a fascinating city because it's really a town. Is it a city? I suppose it's the city of Santa Barbara, but you'd refer to it as a town. Uh, more quaint that way. Yeah. And I love, I have to say, I love the way the train runs through. I'm talking about Montecito, of course. Where Oprah lives. Yes. And Ellen. And Ellen. And a hundred other people. Every female talk show. Host. Yeah. That's everybody, isn't it? Uh, Yolanda Foster. Yolanda. Does Yolanda live in Montecito? Well, she did. That's where she thinks she got the tick. Really? Yeah. She, that's where she thinks the loop has all started. She lived in Santa Barbara before she was with David? Correct. So after that's Mahan- where her girls learned to ride horses. After Mahan- that's right. Of course they did. Of course they did. That's right. You're right. Of course. Yeah. And then they just moved a little further down the coast. Correct. Malibu. To Malibu. Yeah. 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 But it's a fabulous city and it has a town. Uh, and I went to an amazing bakery, which was called a French bakery called Brioche. But they're spelling it B-I-E-E. Apostrophe O-S-H, which I don't love. That is Oshkosh Bagosh. I don't love that. I can't even picture you in a place called that. Well, no, but you know, here's the thing about a town like that. You always know, when you find a gorgeous seaside town, there's usually a wonderful French bakery because there's usually one French person who has moved to that town and has decided somebody's going to make a croissant here. Yeah. They're making gorgeous things. I was in my hotel. Now, I was there because... uh, a friend of mine was having a big birthday. Can you say where you stayed? Is it anywhere good? I did stay at the Four Seasons, okay. Biltmore. Sure. Sometimes I'll stay at the Belmont. In this instance, I stayed, I stayed at the Four Seasons, Biltmore, because all of the festivities were in Montecito when I wanted to be, just a hop, skip, and a jump. Sure. Belmont's a little further up in the hills, but it does have a stunning view. Oh. Stunning. In a terrific pool. Though at the end of the pool, they put one of those handicapped chairs, and for some reason, they put it in the deep ends <laughs> at the end, ruining the whole view. <laughs> I mean, look, get in on the shallow end or what, you know. Oh, it's where, they, it's where they placed it. It's where they, actually, it is the shallow end. I apologize. It's just the end where the view is. Why they didn't put it down the other end, I'll never know. And why somebody doesn't just say, I was going to say, that let's doesn't just seem fair to put spend the $4,000 to repave this piece of concrete and move this chair because it's absolutely ruining a stunning vista. That's awful. I, look, I'm all for complying with the, uh, you know, yeah, Americans but don't let it interrupt the view. <laughs> yeah, but do, there's four sides to this pool. It doesn't have to be right there in that corner. Fair enough. In any event, uh, I was flipping on my hotel television. That is something we share in common. A flip. You're a flip. I love it. You love a hotel flip. I love a hotel flip. I had just taken a gorgeous ba- bath. Yeah. And I was then flipping. Uh-huh. Which I love to do. Love. Because there's things I'll watch in a hotel that I would never watch anywhere else. Live PD. D- I, by the way, I. Are you a live PD watcher? Only in hotels. <laughs> only when I'm out of town. I and then only I am, watch live PD and murder when I'm in hotels because that? I know I'm safe in a hotel. There is a live PD person who is like Dan a Abrams. silver fox hunk. Wait, which one? The old guy? The guy, yes. the guy from Oklahoma? Yes. Yeah. You He's like that? Such guy. a hunk. What a Republican he is. 
You, you know what? You're right. Yeah. Oh, he is a hunk. He is. Yeah. But he's really boring. He is. He's well, very boring. Usually one goes with the other. Yeah. In any event, I was watching something I've never seen, which I think you're a fan of. And, I, and you need to explain it to me because I <sighs> can't understand for the life of me. 90 Day Fiance. Rana, the world just perked up its ears. Which, okay, I need to know, did you watch 90 Day Fiance before the 90 days? Well, they had, it was a whole marathon. Yeah. Actually, what I watched was the tail end of 90 Day before. Uh Uh-huh. And then they had on the saddest reunion show I've ever seen in my life. Hosted by Sean Robinson, very controversial. I've never seen people spend less on a television program. And they had some crazy thing with having the people on Skype, but they had them on like a... Uh, mirror, mirror on the wall stand. Yes, yes. right <laughs> And then next they're to sitting next to the person. Yes. As though you wouldn't have to crane your face around to look at the monitor. Exactly. It makes absolutely no sense. And also, at least on the version that I watched, they were all the saddest stories in the world. Yeah. And they really shouldn't have even, it was really cruel to actually put these people, I mean, women that were 68 that were married to guys that were 26 who, oh, that was my favorite, the woman who went all the way to Tunisia. Uh-huh. Oh. She's a disaster. Oh, so is he. Oh, yeah. Well, he's wanted to punch her the whole time. <laughs> he very clearly she's wanted one, to hit her. She's the one who is. She's from Georgia. Yeah. Told him she's still married. And he was so delighted dying to get out of this And marriage. she's a private investigator. No. She she's dresses a, like she's one. She's a private investigator. She dresses like V.I. Wachowski. She does. She's yeah. a private investigator. and She's a private investigator. Martina. Yeah, Martina's nodding. She's a private, she's a PI with her friend who sits in the passenger seat and they just cruise around town finding cheaters. That's her day job. So she must know this guy's cheating on her. Well, I don't know that, I don't know that she Who is he? He's 26. Where'd she find him? This is the part I don't I can't, understand. I can't remember where, where exactly. Where do they find them? I don't remember. And online. The, it's all online. Like, and the idea is there's a visa that's 90 days, a fiance visa. The K-1 visa is yeah. 90 days. So you, yeah. if they come to America, they have 90, you have 90 days to get married or they have to leave. So stakes couldn't be higher. Yeah. And they well, find them on literally. The stakes couldn't be higher. Literally, there are things like sites, like one is literally called uh, FilipinoCupid.com. And so they have all these sites to where you deliberately it's meet someone. It's what they used to call a mail order bride. Exactly. Yeah. And it's all these people, all the Americans essentially are saying, I have looked far and wide in America. And there's no one here for me. And, the and only I need a guy, slam and dunk. The, the guy that I've been waiting for my whole life is a 26-year-old Tunisian. Who I've never met. And I have face-tuned my face to the point where it's beyond recognition. And those are the only pictures he's seen of So me. they had never met until she went to Tunisia? Correct. Did you see Darcy? Which one's Darcy? She's the one in London with Tom, who's British. No. She is my favorite television character. And that includes Rhoda. That includes Lucy really? Ethel. That includes um, Rachel. In history. Uh, Rachel from Friends. Yeah. Rachel, Rachel Green. Whatever. <laughs> that includes uh, old Christine. That includes. <laughs> old Christine. <laughs> She's the best. She's the best. Yeah. Um, Darcy. She is... lives in Santa Barbara. Darcy? No. Old Christine. Oh, she does. Yeah. yeah. Well, she doesn't live there. One of she has a home. Many homes. Yeah. Uh, all I have to say is that Darcy truly is. I, I I hope that they just spin her off completely. She's an identical twin sister. She has a fashion line called House of Eleven. She was dating a, a Dutch model who broke her heart, and now she's with this British guy Tom. And she wears uh, Louboutins, wears more perfume than anyone I've ever seen in my life. And you can tell that from television. You should see her. How do you know she's wearing perfume? perfume. You should spray see it. her. Spray well, you know I have very very strong hate, opinions Rana, about scent. You would. 
hate her. Very strong opinions about scent. I know you do. Annabelle labels. Speaking of scents, by the way, I used your bathroom a minute ago. Yeah. Like before. Well, not, just not my bathroom. The, car- the carriage, the carriage house, bathroom. house bathroom. And by the way, Brian, you're invited into the main house whenever you want. You're just I, nervous me. about it. I get, yeah, you, you're like, you know how my legs start shaking before we record? Yeah. My, I can't breathe when I get close to the okay, main house. Okay, next time you come again. That's fine. But so you use the bathroom. You literally, I have never smelled anything better in my life than Aesop soap, which is a pump you Aesop. have. In. Aesop soap, which is yeah. a pump you have, in, not the fable. Yeah, a pump you have in there. It not is the, unlike the fable, same smelling. It, correct. Yeah. Except this one tells the truth, and the truth is, <laughs> it smells delicious. It's a. It is a fabulous hand soap. I'm so glad you enjoyed it. I love that. I, you know, I made a switch to Aesop, maybe two years, a year or two ago. I was always a molten brown. I still am a molten brown for the body wash. But Aesop, I made a switch to for the hand soap. I go between that and the Bamfit, which I got, which I get in London. But the Aesop Resurrection has a perfect bright... <laughs> what, do you mean, what do you mean resurrection? That's the name of it. Oh, okay, okay. I, I thought... <laughs> I didn't know. Oh, here we go. Might it say blueberries again and see no, what happens? No, I didn't know what resurrection was. <laughs> you That's lost your mind a lot. You know what? So, well, this so conversation do, makes me very nervous. Okay, two things I want to say. Why don't we do, you really love it that much. Why don't we do it for the giveaway this week? To me? No, you will. <laughs> We could maybe send you home with one too, but I was no. That's a great idea for our giveaway. This that's a, week. it. Is the best. It should always soap. be something that we want. That is a great idea. It is the best smelling. The best gift is something a new you bottle? want for yourself. Yes. A new. No, I'm not going to send half the book. <laughs> oh, like last week with the candy. Yeah. Now, what happened with the pop? You don't know, Rana. <laughs> it. I literally only ate the half of the crust of one of the pop. It was delicious. I, I hadn't had a pop tart in twenty. Years, I went I to the think. store. I bought a box of pumpkin spice Pop-Tarts. Oh, they had them limited edition. I bought a box of strawberry Pop-Tarts, and I bought a box of cinnamon brown sugar Pop-Tarts. Oh, those are the three best. Yeah. That's how I knew pumpkin spice would be good, because I knew now, brown sugar was good, and I knew strawberry was good, and if you put them together, that's really the pumpkin spice version. Sitting at the bottom of my trash can right now. Because you mean you had to throw them out? Or you I ended up having to throw them out because I ate half of each box in one day. I re- I thought I would only eat the crust. That's not what happens. Oh, you, we we talked, we discussed eating around the edges. Yeah, and I couldn't just do that. I wish they would just release. A well, then the scent toast. is just sitting there. I had to crumble them up because I didn't trust that I wouldn't get them out of the trash can in the silver wrapper. How many do you think you had? I think I had. Uh, it's. 10? I think I had the equivalent of two thousand calories. There's two in a pack. Yeah. So, so I, how many I, packs? About. Wait, four, eight, twelve. Twelve pop tarts <laughs> <laughs> in a day. This is what I mean. Here's I what's can't driving. Have this okay, stuff here's in my home. I know, but here's what's driving me crazy. Because I want to bring. I have. We've discussed this, and I want to have snacks here for people when they come. And you can't control yourself. I can't. So you've said to me, "I'm not. E- oh, I'm not eating any of that. Oh no, no, we're not. I'm not having that. I'm not having that. I can't do it in so public. Out of courtesy to you, I have not had snacks here for the last for this week. We don't have snacks. We have a. Sad kabocha squash that looks like a gorgeous bright colored pumpkin. I thought that's what I thought it was. Yeah, it is. Oh. But it's actually kabocha squash, which I might roast when I'm done with it. Though, I don't know. Once it's been sitting out for a while. Do you make your own kombucha? No, I don't. I Just because I said kabocha. <laughs> no. And you said to me, Rana, whatever you do, no snacks this week. And I knew you did get a little off the rails with the sugar last Yeah, week. it wasn't good. But now you're telling me you had 12 pop dots? The next day. The day after the record. Right. Well, I'm doing whatever I want from now on because you're not the only guest. I understand. And some would say you're not even a guest. 
I can't believe the next step I'm about to tell you in the Pop-Tarts. I can't wait. Fiasco. And you were embarrassed about your donut intake. This was worse. Yeah. Because Same neighborhood. It wasn't enough to just have the Pop-Tarts by themselves. I put them in a bowl. What? And I poured heavy whipping cream. <gasps> <laughs> and I ate it over my sink with a spoon. Because I was like, these are too hot. I need to cool them off. And I couldn't wait. So I'm not kidding. <laughs> So I poured, this is what I mean. I I cannot like Rana. I can't, You're compulsive. I am compulsive. I am a. Where'd you get the heavy whipping cream? You well, happen to have. I it have in the a fridge. no. I have a friend who sometimes comes over on the weekends, and he is uh, he no do, sugar. He does heavy cream in he, his coffee. Exactly. Yeah, which is what I do. Exactly. Yeah. So there's heavy cream in the fridge, and yeah. I don't really like heavy cream. Yeah. This unless, is the same guy that you said you were going to serve all the Halloween candy to. That's right. So he wasn't there when you ate these pop tarts. Oh no, no, was I waited. it before he came or after? It was. It was right before. Yeah. So were you anxious? You know, I don't. Or know Or did what, you just decide to go for it? Something happens when I'm in that zone to yeah. where all day. Sugar zone, you get crazy. To where all Thinking day. Thinking about it all day. And I can't have. You want to well, go home and make love to those pop Well, sugar addiction is worse than heroin addiction. Yeah. Like it, it's, it does light up your brain. So you can't have, it's all or nothing. So for me, it's nothing. Now. So you said, how am I going to cool these down? And instead I of did, putting them in the freezer. I, yeah, they couldn't wait. You, what made you think this will be delicious? And was it delicious? Well, yeah, I mean, it really was. But how come you didn't want the st- them to stand on because their Because I'll tell you what I really wanted after the second Pop-Tart. I really wanted Lucky Charms. I really wanted cereal with milk. Oh, so you really <laughs> wanted to break up the strawberry Pop-Tart yes. and add milk to and it. eat it and like all cereal. You, and the only thing you had was the cream. I had none of the components. So was it only strawberry or all the flavors that all you of did them. that with? All of them. Did you mix them all together? No. You did one at a time? Yeah, I didn't. I did like a, you know, I would take a break. And then be like... How long was that break? Well, it varied. The first break was an hour. The second break was... An hour? Yeah. Wow. I had to walk out of my apartment. The second... Sorry, condo. I do own. My second break was 20 minutes. And my... Not even. My second break was five minutes. My third break was no break. Yeah. So... No, it was just however long the toaster took. And you know what? I'm actually glad that I get... Because you know what? This is going to keep me in check. I'm going to give updates every week on my sugar intake. Very interesting, I need to be held accountable. I was saying to someone, there are those people. You're one of those people who, if it's there, you just have to finish. That's it. I made a banana bread. Yeah, I can't. Two weeks ago. And I thought people were going to eat it, and they didn't. But I was rather enjoying it. You would give. You would have to give me a piece. It and took then me a week me to, to a eat it, but I kept eating it. That's but what, there were people that'll eat the whole bread that night, Rana, you just made, to get rid of it. You made, I had to eat the last piece just to get rid of it. You made a gorgeous giant chip witch for a, 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 something you were throwing. Yeah, it's true. Up a little. Someone b- did write to us wanting the chip witch. A little gathering you were throwing, yeah. and it sat in your freezer. You don't understand. It would not have made it through the night. I still have half of it in my freezer. Which you wish I should serve to you, but maybe next week instead of this. Week. I would have had to right, throw it up in the air. Next week I'm bringing you a piece of the. I'll, I'll cut Don't you, piece you dare! Of the chip Don't you dare! It's incredible. I'll Everyone, go out. They can all have a little piece of my chip witch next week. Well, I can't have any. Somebody asked me how I made it. I'm going to tell you really quickly because there was maybe you saw can look up what a name was some in the in the meal while we're doing this. In any event, what I did was I took a springform pan. Oh sure, okay, yeah. And I put I cut a piece of parchment. The size of the spring form. Put you that in the You trace it probably first. You know what I do? A very loose trace. You'd be surprised. I just trace it on the bottom of the pan. Yeah. Whatever the pan is. And then I cut it okay. around. Then I put it in the spring form pan. I, uh, sorry, make a, a large batch of Toll House cookie dough. I use Toll House cookie 
recipe always right off the back of the bag. Like I'm getting a well, whatever. Go okay, ahead. but I only use the fi- the secret is really to use the finest ingredients. So I only use a Nielsen Massey uh, vanilla, and I use, where do you get that? You can get it at Williams Sonoma. You can get it on it uh, on okay. Amazon or somewhere okay. like that. Uh, I use Guitad chocolate bits, which are wonderful. G U I T T A I D. It's probably Guitad. Right. Is what it really I is. would not say it again. So anyway, I love. It. <laughs> <laughs> and then I uh, so and then I use I, my other secret is I'll, I'll sprinkle a little more salt than they say in in the recipe. Sure. Because uh, that you want that brightness that a salty cookie will give you. Right. And so anyway, I'll like cook. This is torture right now. What are you even half, doing to me? Half the re- half the cookie batter I put into the bottom of the pan. Yeah. And cook that inside the spring form. Uh-huh. Okay. Yep. Take as directed, but you know, you can keep an eye on it until I- it looks fabulous, basically. Right. Take it out. You have to undo the spring form, take the cookie off. I mean, let it cool in the pan for a little while. It takes this isn't a small operation yeah, because the cooling is the problem. Unless you have two spring forms and then you're better than me. If you can imagine. I'll probably get another one now that I'm a chip witch maker. And then I uh, take uh, it out, let it cool. Yeah. Then you put the second batch into the spring form. The top. Yeah. Yeah. And, well, I actually. Or the bottom, I don't d- know. Exactly. I had to decide. I wanted to see which one looked better. And then I decided which one was uh-huh. going to be the top when they were done. Yes. Repeat. That's a real Sandra Lee move. Yeah. Take it out. Well, that's about all she and I have in common. Uh, take it out, and then once it's cooled completely, you put it. You put the bottom back into the spring form, and then you put vanilla ice cream in the center. I ended up using two pints of vanilla ice cream. Hagen does. I actually used McConnell's sweet cream, which I brought back from my last trip to Santa, to Santa Barbara. Barbara. Yeah, because I'll know, get I'll I'll get a freezer bag. You know that, that Barbara Streisand can't keep ice cream in her house, and so her assistant drives to Santa Barbara because she only likes that McConnell's. I don't blame her. Practically she, every it's the day, only place you can to get, get Santa Barbara strawberry. Pint. That's probably where she goes to get it. That's where that's, that is where she goes. She gets that's and, an excellent use of her an assistant. Her assistant cannot come back with more than one. Excellent use of an assistant, if you ask me, and it has to be eaten right. Yeah, and I should because have asked otherwise, you actually. Free, otherwise. <laughs> Otherwise, when you refreeze it, the fat sol- and the solids separate, and you get a lot of ice crystals, and it's not as good the second time. Well, I guess she's more practical than we thought. In any event, Hagen does makes a fabulous vanilla. Yeah. If you're looking in in the grocery section, they, that's who I would recommend to okay. use. If you go in grocery store. Yeah. Put it back on the top. Put the whole thing back in the freezer. But you have to do the ice cream quickly. Otherwise, the ice cream will melt down the side of the chip witch and it will ruin, ruin the look of the chip Right. Witch. No saving yeah. that. And then all that has to be wrapped up like crazy. Once it cools a bit, wrap up like crazy in saran wrap and, and uh, you know, tinfoil, et cetera, et cetera. Do you have state or county fairs here? No. Oh, I was going to say you could enter. Oh, well, if we, <laughs> we may. <laughs> Should we get into some advice? Yes. And just to remind people at home, Brian, what aren't we? We're not doctors. Yeah. We're not psychiatrists. No, we're not. We're not even MFTs, marriage we're, and family therapists. No, we're not even, we're not even, uh, what are those people that get like, um, they get meditation degrees and they become marriage and oh, family sure. therapists. Oh, sure. Life coaches. Uh, any of those any things. Any of those. We're not any of those things. We're just two incredibly brilliant people who happen to have terrific advice. Take it or leave it. But what we don't want to do is hear from your attorney. That's for sure. No. Wait a minute. 
<laughs> so we're here with our guests. With like a real Wait, actor. This is a legitimate staff. This is like... This is like a class act. This person is an actual staff. An a- and a, a trained, trained one, I hate to tell you. This is no now, this is. She's not just one of those jerks that got off the bus and said, yeah, I was the prettiest girl in my high school. Don't you want me to prance around? No, she went to Marymount Manhattan College. Excuse- oh, I mean, no, it's Juilliard. She went to... <laughs> She went to. I got it. I, I always get it. She you went always to, get those mixed up. I do. She went. This to, is a Julia trained actress. This is a Julia trained yeah. actress. Yeah, I know her by the way. As you're a fan. Well, I mean, people know her from Twilight. I know her from The Good Wife. I saw every episode. She oh. was a sports journalist on The Good Wife. How yeah. much do you know about sports? Nothing. All right. See, that's how we know she's <laughs> that's good. That's acting. That's acting. And now you're now, ladies and gentlemen, Elizabeth Risa is with us today. I can't believe it. I can't believe I you can't came believe all it. the way to Marblehead, Massachusetts. <laughs> it was Were you in New a, York? Uh, no, I was in Los Angeles. And you came all the way from Los Angeles. I did. Did what? you do LAX or Burbank? Uh, I did LAX because there's no real Burbank. Well, flight. you can't. Well, I tried well, to explain, <laughs> but you can't get first class out of it. You can't get a flatbed. Say it. We've been over this. You can't <laughs> get a flatbed okay. out of. Out of Burbank. Right. Yeah. Brian has not been on JetBlue Mint yet, if you can believe it. Oh. Yeah. Do you- I hadn't heard of it. I thought, it, I, when she said Mint, I thought it was, I literally thought it was an airline. Oh. Yeah. A budget airline? When you do uh, huh. movies or television, do they, do, do, do they, they fly you first class? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they do. That's cool. I mean, I mean they, the it's story. the least yeah. they could do. Yeah. You That's know? true. Yeah. If you're going to, sh- if you're going to show up, well, they have to make sure that your body gets there in one piece. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. That you're not exhausted. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> it's the least they could I mean, do. I mean, if you're going to starve yourself and, you know, take, yeah. take all that abuse, you at least should be able to fly first Is that class. the life of an actress? Yeah. Starving yourself in yeah. abuse? Yeah. What? Are you sorry you chose it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But you're so good at it. Thank you. No, I, I do problem. love doing it. That's you keep the being problem. Good at it. Well, so they thank keep you. A- they keep asking. They keep asking. What about handmaids too? I. What about it? That's How about quite a that? show. Wow. Wow. It is so intense. Was you, it? Was, is the process intense? I, I'm, I'm very curious. Being on a show like that. Does anyone smile on that show? Even are between... you even fun on the set between? Yeah. 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 Right. Yeah. Are you? Yeah. I mean, that's what watching it is really an upsetting experience, but making it was fun. It was. And it was such a nice set. Like, it's a lot of women and it's great. Yeah. And the taking off the habits in between takes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of, yeah. and you know, Lizzie Moss is just yeah, a really sweet Oh, see, that's fun. how you know she knows her. Lizzie. Lizzie. It's very showbiz. Lizzie Moss. <laughs> very. That's yeah. inside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Did she really go by Lizzie? Uh, yeah. What's your favorite thing on the craft service table? Do they have anything interesting? I'm always looking for a nut. Pop just tarts? Because, <laughs> pop tarts. Yeah, I wish. <laughs> no, I'm just trying to stay away from it usually. Yeah, fair. You know? yeah, I, I do know. You're either in or you're out with craft service. I'm always out. Is that right? You're yeah. either going towards that table or it doesn't exist to you. Yeah, I mean, I can tell you which shows I was going towards that table and which shows I was. <laughs> Where were you going to? When, you were, when you're going towards the table, what are you looking for? You're just looking to feel better. You know, yeah. just a little energy or a little. No, do you, are you a like, coffee drinker? Yes. Yeah. But I don't drink that kind of coffee. I mean, no. So what do you do on set, though? Well, I usually. You send someone out. You look Barbara Streisand. I, I send someone Or I get it before I, I go there, usually. Or then someone else. Yeah. Or I mean, they, you get a group of actors together going like, oh, can, can, can we, we get, get a, a coffee run? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Oh, could <laughs> someone want to do a coffee run? That yeah. is how yeah. that goes, by the way. It's exactly <laughs> that tone. It's they apologetic, start. but demanding. It's like, I'm yeah. so sorry. They just, pa- they just sort of pack up. <laughs> 
Yeah, like I mean, it's, like a, it's, it's a PA, exactly. Like a we're PA. like, you guys, who can we get to go? Yeah. And, and they speak in extremes. You hate me. You hate me. <laughs> Will you do this though, even though you hate me? You ha- you have to. You ha- and I, I always think like, well, maybe it's fun for a PA to get away from. It is being bossed around by all these. How n- do you know? Terrible, Brian? Terrible I've done people. it. I've done it. I loved when people would order coffee because you could get the hell out of there for a few minutes. Yes. Where were you? What were you a PA on? Uh, Oh, just like right early, early in my career, like right when I moved out here on a couple of different movies, I did PA work. Moved out to California. Sorry, to California. Yeah. Yeah. Never worked in Boston. I mean, except for this job. (laughs) There's a thriving movie industry in Boston. I don't know why you don't shoot something here. Would make it much easier for the podcast. My mom always says. If you were located in Boston. Elizabeth, where are you from? I'm from Michigan. What part? Um, Milford originally. Horse. Uh, it's. I think it's built up now. But then, like Bloomfield Hills, Birmingham. Oh, Mary. sure. Yeah. yeah. Elaine Stretch. Uh, Very nice. Is yes. From there, right? Yes. In fact, her niece. I think I went to middle school with. Did she have a deep voice? <laughs> no, <laughs> not that I recall. The, cigarette smoke. Did she get a lifetime there. supply of Bay's English muffins? Wait, how do you know about Bay's? Because there's a documentary where Elaine Stretch opens Bay's English muffins because she married into that family. Yeah, are you serious? She got she got, she got Bay's English muffins every day. Uh, okay, because that's a new thing in our family that we get Bay's. They have it at Gelson. Yeah. they're okay. in the refrigerator. Yeah. Okay, they're well, a little more expensive. Well, yeah. then well then a Thomas's. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I mean, needs it. I'm getting an Ezekiel for myself, but the yeah. other people in my oh, family. but the other people in your yeah. family. Yeah. Do you take yeah. the scripture on the back of Ezekiel to heart? Uh, no, I kind of glaze over. It's fair. Elizabeth. All right, we need to get into some advice. We, we could talk here. to you all day about we, you, but there are people that are actually floundering. It's yeah. true. Would you like to be the first one? Do you want well, me to Well, Elizabeth is a very successful actress. Right. And here's the thing about people that are successful. Sometimes they never feel like anything is enough. Meaning they always feel like they're failing, which is probably what keeps propelling them to succeed all the time. Okay. Just to oversimplify for a moment. Sure. So Elizabeth may feel like she doesn't have anything to bring to this conversation. <laughs> but everyone at home that's listening to her thinks, if I could do an ounce of what this woman has done with my life, I would be a true success. So you're a perfect person to give advice. You're in the top 0.02% of successful people in this world. And you're good at what you do. You are what Bernie yeah. Sanders has a problem with. Yeah, you're the one percent. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you. And I, 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 you, you actually really made me feel good. Thanks. You're fit, it's you're true. Absolutely. Fit. I, look, I look at your life from the outside, and I think to myself, if I was ten years younger, <laughs> if I was just ten years, years younger, no, if I was go okay, back and, twenty. No. All right, twenty-five. Well. If I was I younger, can't even picture you want to say I would step. No, I don't want to wait around. Yeah. I want people to do what I need them to do at the time that I need them to do it. Or I would do it like Barbara Streisand and I would shoot everything within a mile of my house. That's right. That is the what you told me she so does. So she did on the guilt trip. She was like, I'm Are happy to do a road trip movie across America as long as we don't go within outside of like five, a five block radius. <laughs> oh I don't do a trailer. Like all I do on the PCA. They had to shoot every, every, every road was a, was a road in Malibu or in a, yeah. That's incredible. Dear Rona, some friends and I have had a standing Sunday potluck dinner for the last three years. We're all free to invite anyone we want. We usually invite people that we work or volunteer with, so common values or interests are usually shared. One couple has taken part for the past year, but no one enjoys their company. Mm, Well, let's just come out and say it. (laughs) They were invited by a good-hearted person who are good-hearted. That's a a damning comment, isn't it? (laughs) 
who heard them say that they didn't have many adult friendships. I assume we're about to start, find out why. <laughs> it started with the wife being a picky eater. We love to have themes. So one Sunday we decided on French breakfast <laughs> for the following week. I could stop reading here. Honestly, we anyone who's doing for breakfast for dinner, the call's coming from inside well, the house. Well, what the hell is French breakfast? <laughs> the hell is French breakfast? French toast? Croissant? Yeah. Yeah, but that's dinner? <laughs> I'm with you. I hate breakfast for dinner. I, I I'm too. surprised. I would think you would love breakfast for dinner. I'm not going to even ask you why. <laughs> <laughs> because I could see you eating a stack of flapjacks for dinner. <laughs> I mean, okay, fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> or 12 Pop-Tots, whichever we, you had in the kitchen. You're not wrong. Uh, f- French breakfast for the following week. Oh, she wow. made a face, asked what th- <laughs> what that would be like, and then on the day, she brought Thomas's bagels <gasps> oh, in Philadelphia cream cheese. That's all she ate. Now, wait, Yusang, I need you to do a Google, find out if the Thomas's English people, muffin people actually make bagels or if this person is an unreliable name. No, they, they do make they bagels. Do and they do, and they're terrible. Okay. They're awful, yeah. Worse than Alenda? Remember Linda's bagels? I don't I don't mind Alenda as much. Okay. Well it's a childhood effect. Yeah, it's like yeah. Michigan frozen. You like bagel. a mini bagel. Yeah. Yeah. Make a bagel pizza on it. Make a mini oh, bagel pizza. Yeah. yeah. After school. Yeah. Dancing around your My kitchen. mom didn't really let me have that, but yeah. Uh, Elizabeth yeah, well, she wasn't home. That's how you were able to make it. <laughs> In any event, their daughter's playing the yard, but ring the doorbell for fun. <laughs> Oh. That is fun. Anyone is welcome to bring their children, and it's never been a problem before. Both parents act annoyed and don't <laughs> handle it. When the first month of knowing them, they began sending out group messages with needs for rides or requests to take their dog out during work hours. All of us continued to respond with unavailability, and these requests ended. A few people in the dinner group have a lot of influence in the local school district. I just learned that this couple texts them frequently. The wife texts them about bus delays or administrative issues, and the husband, who recently began subbing, i.e. substitute teaching, texts them about issues he has with the individual schools. We are all fed up with this couple, but they continue showing up. What do we do? Sincerely, fed up. Well, well, well. Brian is ready to go. You've got one loaded in the chamber. You're ready to release. I hate that expression. <laughs> I Again? What? Loaded in the chamber? <laughs> it is disgusting. What was... Why? It sounds like a... Constipated. Well, the... yeah. What? <laughs> I thought it was a gun violence issue or perhaps that you were going to... Oh, well, no. Or perhaps that you were going to use your gun on someone else, Brian. That's what I thought. No. Okay. Uh, I, I mean, any other expressions you hate that I use? No, 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 no. Really? Because like this is the second week in a row we've no, had No, I'm, I'm just getting used to the East Coast <laughs> I and the the way people uh, talk here. I, I just want to say that actually you you all don't sound great. The group. The group. doesn't. Yeah. First of all, it sounds like you know way too... It sounds like you're very into hating these people. Like yeah. that you know about their text conversations with other people that you've really investigated. It sounds like you really are enjoying bringing trying to bring them down or ice them out when in reality i i actually think it sounds like everyone's on the same page that they're obnoxious it sounds like they don't have any influence in the local school district it's just a few other people in that group do so i would either say to them we'd love you could start with we'd love to have you but your children are not invited maybe they'll be offended and not want to come or you could say um but other all the other people are bringing children I would just say you can't come over anymore. 
I would tell them that it's canceled. We're not doing it anymore. And then just keep doing it. Yeah. Without them. There's two choices here. One is switch the night. Tell them it's over. We're not doing the dinners anymore. Though they're going to find out because all these people are friends. They they, they have children the same age and whatever. I mean. But the people who brought them. Yeah. It's a good hearted person. They're the ones that should deal with this problem. I agree. Good hearted. What would you do if you were in this situation? You'd stop. You'd probably stop going to the dinners. Yeah, I would just I would just get the person, the people who aren't cool to not come. How? I, I, I would probably tell a lie. I would just, I would, and I would risk them finding out. And what if they found out and said something to you? I'd just be like, I'd be like, no, that was a random night. It was actually not even the same people. You would dig your heels in. Yeah, I'd yeah. be like, what are you, why are you driving by my house? <laughs> you would gaslight, you'd be like, you're crazy. You would yeah. double down on the lie and gaslight them. Yeah, I'd be like, As we're all in our 40s. To, like, what are you talking about? To be... To be as opposed to just saying, to be honest with you, everyone got a little tired of the fact that you don't bring anything. Yeah. Your kids act crazy. Okay. You're (laughs) texting everyone in the group to ask for favors. This isn't a babysitting service that we're running for dogs or whatever it is. You, you, we're right. You're welcome. What if you just ghost them? I think that's cool. I would love to to be an honest person, but I'm not courageous enough. (laughs) To have that I'd conversation. Love to be an honest person, <laughs> but I'm not. Was the was the headline we just got? I just wouldn't want to hurt their feelings. I, I just would you. feel bad for them. But they're meanwhile driving everybody else crazy. Yeah, I mean they're terrible. I think Brian is right though that they are. These people sound awful, but this person fed up is really a little bit too into this whole drama. It's a little there's wisteria a, lane. Yes, yeah. there's a little bit of drama going on here. It seems to me that the group is headed for a fissure. Another word you probably hate. <laughs> Who, raise your hand if you love the word Fisher. <laughs> the group is headed for a fracture, yeah. okay, which is that it's going to splinter off now. And the people that have, the good-hearted people can keep these people if they want to, and they can have those people come over to their house for dinner. But she needs to figure out who were her three or four favorite couples within this group and reconstitute that for herself. I did. I went yeah. through something similar where there was a group of people I went to oh. Palm Springs with every year. Okay, and the group changed a couple of times, and it was. I think I just didn't invite them, and I was responsible for the invites, and I just didn't explain it and didn't invite them, and oh. probably at some. If I were ever confronted about it, I definitely lied. But <laughs> well, now they know. <laughs> yeah. You said something suddenly came up. Yes, it's like, oh, I thought you guys had like a horrible time. I, I don't know. Oh, my God. Uh, I'm late for an appointment. Uh, my Starbucks order's wrong and just got out of it. But yeah. My Starbucks order's wrong. I don't know. But but I've, I've been in that situation before. I think there's probably a white lie is in order here. Well, I think there's an understanding as adults that you don't ask that question either. Like, we're all at the age where you don't say, you know? It's a clear message to not get well, invited. Well, yeah, yeah. these people are aggressive. These people are going to say, "Yeah, is it still?" They're obviously saying, "Is it still happening? Is it still happening?" But the key That's is true. also in the first paragraph paragraph of this, which is that these people really aren't going to mind because they've got nothing but broken relationships in their life anyway. These are people that said they they have they oh. were invited by a good person, person who heard them say they didn't have many adult oh, friendships. Well. They're used to people ghosting them and breaking up with them because they're terrible people. You're right. If you want to be an incredible upstanding citizen, which you're under no obligation to do, you could say to them, you want to know why we're not inviting you back? I'll tell you. If you ever run into them grocery store, you want an, you want an honest answer? Or you want me to just stand here and tell you we didn't invite you accidentally 14 times? 
I think that's cool. I your think it's children, doing them a service. Your children misbehave. You're not generous. You bring bagels for yourself and you don't care about anyone else in the group. You winced when I said French breakfast. <laughs> and do you know how hard it is to come up with a theme every week? We had to land on French breakfast. We're just a bunch of people that like together, get together and enjoy ourselves. And you're not, you're not a lot of fun to have around. So go home and make yourself a mini bagel pizza. <laughs> That's what I said. Good say. advice. I like it. What is the advice? Either lie or don't lie. That's our advice. Yeah, it's either to just li- <laughs> really lie until and just do, do not worry about covering your tracks. But really, you're only here on this planet for how long? Why are you having dinner with these people? Exactly. But this person needs to look at themselves a little bit and ask themselves if they're addicted to this drama a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, I would agree. Should we take a call? Let's do a Let's, call. Okay. You're going to love this little Skype sound. It's oh, so cute. It's very cute. They worked out on this. I like it. I'd like to hear the sounds they rejected. Uh-huh. Yeah. Hello? Hello? Hello. <gasps> Who's calling? Uh, this is Adam. Adam? Adam? Yo, do you mind if we call you Adam? Oh, oh, sure. Yeah, that's fine. Okay. Adam, you're on with Rana and Brian. Hi, Rana. And- Hi, Brian. Elizabeth Risa, maybe you've heard of it. She was the star of Twilight, Handmaid's Ooh, Tale, yes. The Good Wife. House on Haunted Hill. The list goes on. Netflix is the House on Haunted Hill. The list goes Perfect. on and on. What was the other Netflix show? Easy. 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 Yep. And she certainly is. What's your question? <laughs> Adam, where are you calling from and what's your question? Yeah, uh, I'm calling from Minneapolis, Minnesota. Oh, oh um, go Devils. I don't know who <laughs> Sure. Twins. <laughs> Timberwolves. Yeah. Timberwolves. Um, yeah, exactly. All of those. Um, and uh, my question is, um, I am thinking about, um, uh, so, so I've, I've lived in Minneapolis since uh, 2002 um, and have uh, amassed a good community of friends and um, uh, sort of uh, compatriots in the music community and then the research community and um, kind of all over the place. And I am considering a job on the West Coast and I'm going to be 40 this year. So I'm kind of, you know, in a, a tricky spot for making new connections. I'm curious if you have any experience with this or have any perspective on um, uh, at my age, moving to, uh, you know, moving out of my supportive community, what has been your experience in the past? And can you offer any advice for um, ways to connect with people if I happen to take this job and get to this new place and I'm looking for people to spend time with? How important is your work life to you? Is your work life your life's work? And um, And is this job an opportunity of a lifetime or is this a lifestyle shift? That, that's a, a tricky one, uh, sort of 50-50. So I have quite a bit of uh, education um, uh, and research experience, uh, which means that my field is somewhat narrow and kind of specialized. Um, and I really like the work that I do and the types of work that I get to do um, on the same uh, or I guess on the other hand, um, I really like playing music and hanging out with my friends and spending time with the people that I enjoy. So the trick would be the job would be an improvement um, 
And I think it would be a good career move long term, you know, for however many years of work I've got left. Um, but it would be a challenge um, because I'm I'm leaving this community uh, that I've uh, built so much with. It sounds like you love where you live. I do, aside from the winter. <laughs> yeah. Do you know anyone where you're going? Do you do you have any touchstones? I there? do. Yep, I have connections at both the place I would be working and in the town. Um, uh, I would say uh, probably five to ten people. So I have some connections in that in that space. And is it a much smaller city than Minneapolis, or is it uh, comparable size? Okay. What city is it? Oh, it's Portland. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh, Portland is all about community. Isn't that the whole thing there? All you have to you do is like me go to a recycling bin and just hang out for a few minutes. You make just, twenty friends. Yeah, <laughs> that's all you have to do. Go, go. Um, just say you know, wear a shirt that says like "There is no planet B" and you'll be fine. Right, right. Can yeah, I, yeah. Can, Everybody's my friend. Then can yeah, I ask a, a little uh, personal question? Are you sure. in a relationship? I am. Yeah. So how does that factor mm-hmm. into this? Yeah. So, um, she and I have talked about this, um, at some length, um, because there was another thing that, (laughs) (laughs) um, and she is, she is up for, um, uh, for looking for positions in, uh, uh, you know, on the West coast at large, but specifically in Portland too. And so that would be another plus that, uh, the two of us could potentially go together. The timing might be tricky giving what we both currently do. Um, but uh, over the next year, I think we could both find ourselves out there. And so, uh, and we're both about the same age. So we're kind of staring down a similar conundrum of um, she also has a great network of friends and connections in Minneapolis. Uh, and we're, we, uh, uh, so uh, yeah, we're kind of in the same boat and have kind of similar uh, questions. I hate hmm. to ask this question, but do you want to have a family together? Or is that not something that's on the table? It doesn't have to be. Just curious, right? Um, no, and that's that's one thing about the Midwest that's a little tricky, right? Um, uh, at our age, uh, most of our friends are in the middle of child rearing, so they have kids that are um, anywhere from babies to elementary school. Mm-hmm. And, um, so part of what we're thinking is, um, uh, so I own a house in South Minneapolis. Um, I was thinking perhaps keep the house, rent it out, um, move West as an experiment. And, and if there's a time where I'm just so homesick that I need to come back, I can. Um, but, uh, I guess the question is, is it, is it, worth the endeavor in the first place if things are pretty good where we are go ahead i say yes i say yes i think you should make the move why do you think so? i just think it sounds like an adventure i think portland is cool i just i i don't know i mean like you said all your friends are having babies you guys aren't going to do that and she has an opportunity i I also though left michigan and went to california so or new york and then california so i like Mm-hmm. I like the idea of leaving and, and starting fresh and, you know, pushing forward. 40 is the it, new five. I think, honestly, it, it, I will say this, though. Anyone I know who lives in the Pacific Northwest says when you move yeah. there, move there in the warm months because uh, you yeah. won't make any friends in the winter in, in any rainy season. Sure. Just nobody goes out. But in, yep. in, in the summer, everyone's outside in Portland. So um, and oh, by the way, where, where are your political leanings? Do you lean left or lean right? Oh, very, very much left. Okay, well, that's good. So you'd have a home there. Just don't go to 
you know, whoever owns Rajneesh Purim now. I don't know. I don't yeah, know. don't go. Well, don't go anywhere outside of Portland. Cause exactly. It's all, it's all malicious. But yeah. really, this is all yeah, leading up. This is all leading up to Rana. And because I think Rana's reaction just from the look of her seems to be a little different. I personally, from what I'm hearing is I don't think there's any shame in staying in the same place. Okay. I yeah. think life has presented you this opportunity. And yeah. you, it sounds to me, I could be wrong. You're going to have to do some soul searching on this one. And you're going to have to really talk to your partner and see yeah. how you want life to look for you too. Because if you're both all in on Portland, it'll be fabulous. You'll have yep. each other. I mean, assuming that this is a relationship that you want to last for quite some time. It sounds like you you two are uh, committed to each other and, and want to be in a relationship. Yeah. And... Yep. So that's a question of what do we want our life to look like? Wouldn't it be except Portland's a wonderful city. They have an incredible food scene. They have an incredible music scene. It's a, every author passes through there on a book tour. Every yeah. podcast book passes through there on a podcast live tour. Uh, there's fun spaces and wonderful parks and it's moody and, and it's not terribly unlike Minneapolis in the sense that they're near a body of water and you have that aspect to the life. And that's very exciting. And, yeah. and that's all wonderful. And it's not a mistake to, it would never be a mistake to go to Portland, even if you just went for two years, the idea of, of keeping the house and renting it out and, giving Portland a shake, especially if it's going to advance your career in a significant manner is mm -hmm. a wonderful idea. I don't like the idea of it taking a year for her to get out there. I think you need to make a plan and everybody has to move within six months or whatever it is. Cause otherwise no offense, but that relationship's going to fall apart. Or even, sure. even if, it, even if it keeps going, it's going to suffer in some way. And if yeah. you're in a really good place now, you know, you sort of bank goodwill for a certain amount of time, but these are new experiences you need to have together. You need to decorate the house together. You need to pick the neighborhood together. You need to be excited about your neighborhood places that you eat and that you go to and where you get your coffee and the people that you meet and you're building a life together. So that has to happen together if it can. Yep. Yep. But there is no shame in saying, I love Minneapolis. I'm a guy that loves Minneapolis. We have wonderful friends. I love where I eat breakfast every day. I'm it's a creature of city. habit. I love it. I love what I yeah. do. Uh, I, I maybe, you, maybe there's something in here where you need to be a little more aggressive locally about finding either, either finding another work opportunity or within your work opportunity, being more ambitious about the projects you take on or the amount of responsibility you take on. Maybe there's a certain amount of being stuck in your groove at the moment and you're about to turn 40 and you do have to look towards at least the next decade of your life and what you want that to be. Right. But there is no shame in saying, I love this city and I love my life here and I have put down roots. People live in New York their whole lives. I mean, yeah. new people that are New Yorkers don't go anywhere else. But there are yeah. people who grow up within two blocks of where they live in Manhattan and they would never want to live anywhere else. And you right. may be a person that loves Minneapolis, but you yeah. and your partner and have, to have to figure that out together. There's a, it's a wonderful feeling to be part of the fabric of a city. Yeah, that's not a thing to turn your nose up at. And yep. if you love that life that you have built, you've spent all these years building this life, 17 years. If you love it, 
That's wonderful. Plus, there are way more churches in Minneapolis than Portland. There is a church every. <laughs> am I wrong? There's a church every second yeah. there. So you wouldn't. You that would. You have to get. Your I think good there. friends Just are really case, hard to yeah. find too. Good, yeah. real good friends, like adult yes. friends, are hard to find. And you're at a time in yeah. your life where you've now winnowed down, hopefully, the list a little bit. And you are only spending time mostly with the people that you want to spend time with, whether that's your family, yeah. your relationship, your friends. But you could go to Portland for two years and give it a shake and move back to Minneapolis and everybody would be standing there wait, welcoming you. Or never go and never look back. Plus, all your friends in Minneapolis are going to want to come visit you in Portland. It's like a breakup, honestly. A breakup sounds like the worst thing in the world. And of course, there's everything emotional that goes with it. But the thing that people really get stuck with is I have to move in or out and find a new place to live. It's like three miserable days. Oh, now I got to yeah, go. Sure it's right. like getting your car towed. Now I got to go find it, go get my car and pay for my car. And I didn't mean to get my car towed. And now my whole life, I'm the person who gets the car towed. I'm a disaster. <laughs> da, 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 da. Go find a new yeah. place to live that you like and buy something nice for it. You'll be happy there in a week. Yeah. 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 Talk yeah, to you. Talk true. to your partner and find out what she really wants, because you better make sure this is a group decision. That's true. Yeah, Certainly. this isn't Certainly. just about yeah. you and this job. So, right. decide together what you want your lives to be, and if you want your lives to be together, and take it from there. Yeah. Bye. Okay. Bye, okay. bye Adam. Adam, Good thank right. you so much for for uh, speaking with us. Thanks, Rana. Thanks, Brian. Okay. Elizabeth. Bye. Elizabeth. <laughs> Thanks, Elizabeth bye. as well. I appreciate it. <laughs> okay. Bye, Elizabeth. We better do sheets. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what were you going to say, Elizabeth? I was just going to ask um, if you've ever, first of all, if you've ever been to the Mall of America. No. Is that in Minneapolis? I think it's outside yeah. of it. Mm-hmm. And second, I'm not even kidding. Does any part of you miss the winters? No. All right. I mean, I, I would. I don't mind being in Aspen in the winter. Sure. <laughs> this is some house I've walked into. <laughs> Elizabeth and I can both agree that it would be perfectly fine, Elizabeth, if you had an assistant. And you wanted some fresh ice cream, strawberry ice cream from McConnell's yeah. in Santa Barbara. It's a good only get in Santa Barbara. Yeah, yeah. You would send, well, the best, it comes from, when it's bottled at the source, it's better. Uh, if you had an assistant, she has to spend her day or he has to spend his Gotta day do one something. way or the other. Yeah. May as well send them to go pick up the ice cream. Yeah, take an ice box. Fresh every day. Yeah. <laughs> Barbara Streisand sends her assistant to McConnell's for one thing of ice cream because she can't keep oh. it in the house, otherwise she'll leave. I feel like yeah. I took the wrong stairway at Down Abbey. <laughs> I feel like I meant to go down and instead I went up and I'm caught You know, unawares. I wasn't going to say it, but Elizabeth said it instead. Of course, she doesn't miss the winter. She goes to Aspen. I mean, if you miss the winter, you go to the snow. Yeah, I don't yeah. miss being freezing every day and putting on 70 layers. Yeah, I don't either. No, you go to New York for four days. Yeah, and you get your sweaters day, out. You step in a puddle. Yeah. And your shoe gets wet. Yeah. And your foot freezes. <laughs> and you say to yourself, why aren't I somewhere else? Why aren't I in St. Pat's? Right. Well, yeah. Well, also, then you come back to LA and you like LA again. That's true. It's always nice to take a break from LA because then you love it again. Which yeah. is why I come to Boston. I find the sunshine oppressive whenever I'm in Los Angeles. <laughs> I prefer. I see it, it. is. It is. A okay. Go ahead, Brian. Hi, Ron and Brian. What's the best place to buy and sheets? And Elizabeth. Yeah. And Elizabeth. What's the best place to buy sheets? I've tried buying sheets at TJ Maxx, Home Goods, Marshalls, etc., but mm-hmm. they have terrible return policies for bedding. I feel like the starchiness they have at the well, beginning. Well, what does that mean? Oh, I know what they mean. Return policies for bedding. Oh, oh you know yeah, what oh, they mean? no, I thought that's you like returning underwear. You, can, yeah. you yes, can't exactly. return. You can I don't return you can. anything. You can't return something you've rolled around it. Yeah, I don't think you can return sheets. Or is underwear. the label? I mean, is the price tag still on it? You can't wear a shirt out and then say I don't like it anymore. 
If I bet if people you, do do it, I bet if you kept the sheets in the package and then fingered it just to oh. feel with or whatever, you know what I mean. You stuck your. <laughs> now I'm the one. Oh well, I don't like that expression, Brian. Just I'm so sorry. you know, if you why don't put... you finger your sheets if... <laughs> while you're at Marshalls instead of fingering them at home? The problem is that you have to wash sheets in it in order to know how they really feel. Well, if you did this little... is the same problem with buying a bed, by the way. Right. Because a bed is a leap of faith when you buy yeah. a bed. It sure is. All right, go on. I feel like the starchiness they have at the beginning gets yeah. washed off immediately. Any strategies you employ to get something that feels luxe, not slimy like a poly blend, and won't break the bank. Also, do you iron sheets? Is that expected of a hostess? Archie. <laughs> Wait, am I running a hotel, Archie? <laughs> Do I dream of having one of those giant sheet presses like they have at the Claridge's or the Connaught? Of course I do. Do I have one? I don't. Does my girl iron sheets? She does. So offensive. <laughs> Yadvina iron sheets. How old is she? Eight, oh, she 10? wants. She'd go back to Ukraine. They're having all kinds of trouble there. No, don't she send wants her back to. Yeah. Here's what you're looking for. First of all, you're a disaster. And what they said about underwear and everything else is entirely true. But it is also true that you're in a pickle when it comes to buying sheets because they're different after you wash them. To me, what this person is looking for is to not spend a lot of money on a very expensive sheet. So I've got two suggestions for them and then I want to hear what kind of sheets Elizabeth uses. My number one suggestion for this person is that they get bamboo sheets. Because they want something soft. Bamboo is very soft and not very expensive. And have you ever had a bamboo t-shirt or anything like that? I think I have, yeah. Yeah. Very breathable. It's not for me. But bamboo, oddly, is a little too soft. I don't like a sheet that's overly, overly soft. I like a sheet that has a a nice airflow through it. So I want a cold sheet in the summer, or I personally want a linen sheet, which is like a McDLT, keeps the hot, hot, and the cold, cold. They keep each other, you know, depending on the season. I will always recommend to people that Frette has an outlet sale this, quite often. Okay. So they, just the other week, they had 80% off on all of the sheets. Oh. There are ways to get deals on sheets. The other people that often have deals are Macy's. Not that I'm going in there, but they do a big home goods sale. And there, so there are ways to spend less on sheets, but it doesn't solve this person's problem because this person wants to know what they're getting before they get it. Too bad. So either pick a store with a wonderful return policy, like any department store, which would probably take your sheets back, or I would say try bamboo. Elizabeth, what's your sheet of preference? I'm embarrassed because I, I'm, I'm. This you don't is, know what kind of sheets you use. No, I, I don't believe that for a minute. <laughs> No, I mean, I I'm to know your partner is very interested in sheets. Well, he is. Yes. He's very high end, and I. This is an area where I, I'm not. So what do you, you like like a camp sheet? No, I just, I haven't bought any sheets. <laughs> What's a camp? So what? Well, My like, mom like sent me sheets. She sends you sheets. I oh, mean, so I you let someone else do the high end picking. Yeah, I just don't know. I, and I'm embarrassed, but I like it's, I, I, I would like to know more about it. What do you like in a sheet? I like it to be cool. Uh-huh. Yeah. But you I like don't a like um, a, per, a, what is that? Like a percale, like a hot, like a hotel sheet. Yeah. I like a, I like a really high end hotel sheet. Yeah. <laughs> Which is what a frente sheet is. I uh, am, am uh, new to the sheet game. Yeah. In that I've started paying attention to the brands. Yeah. Because I used to just buy, like this person, except I used to go to Tuesday morning, which they, I think, closed all of them. Yeah. But I think Home Goods and Tuesday morning is essentially the same thing. I think so. 
I came across a company called Brooklinen. I knew you were going to say one, oh, of these, no. one of these. No, oh, no. no, one of these startup. I was going to say one it's of these startup. startup sheet companies. It is parachute, like parachute Brooklinen, yeah. and then the other but, one is called Bowl and Branch. Yes, but Brooklinen has the lowest price point of all of them. Okay, and is a crispy, cool sheet. I love it. I have it in gray. Mm-hmm. I just have it in gray. I think. <laughs> Well, now you, Sung, or Adam, or Martina, maybe you can email Brooklyn and we could do an ad for them on the next Their show sheets podcast. are great, and they also give you, not that anyone needs it, but they and give you- And we'd be happy to do a giveaway. A to Elizabeth. giveaway. I need some sheets. To Elizabeth, and then she could tweet about it, and then everyone else could get free sheets. Give you a set of sheets. Yeah. Cindy Crawford has sheets. She makes her own sheets. I don't know about that. No, you mean she has like she's a, a line of sheets. Well, go exactly. Ka- then, well, don't go to her before you go to Kathy Island. I was going to say Kathy yeah, Island. Kathy Island's the home goods. Oh. Try Brooklyn and let us know how it goes. Achi. Do you want to do this one? And it's not, ex- and the other thing I will say about this, Achi, is if you don't want to iron your sheets, that's fine. But the secret is when the sheets are still a little bit damp, take them out of the, when they either have your machine, wash them to the point that they're basically almost dry. Or put them on a very light tumble in the dryer. And then when they're a little bit wet, you can do the same thing with a t-shirt. You just fold them and pull them tight. And you basically get the same effect as a iron sheet. Huh. Okay? Wow. What do you think of that, Elizabeth? I would be upset about that because it wouldn't be fully dry. No, no. You don't put it on the bed wet. Oh, I thought you no. meant you fold it while That's it's still wet. Too. No, you fold it. So you basically straighten it out on the line or oh, fold it yeah. so that the while it's still so a teensy the lines, bit yes yeah. it's the same as, as when you iron a shirt if you were to steam the shirt to make it make relax it. yes bit. yes thank you okay <laughs> that's what I told you to do when he went to college because he doesn't <laughs> like a wrinkly bed and I don't blame him you know I won't get in an unmade bed do you mm. want to know something? This will surprise you. I won't either. Oh, wait, that's a surprise it, me at all. It's the first thing I do Doesn't every morning. Surprise make me my at bed. all. I won't. Elizabeth probably wouldn't make her bed for five days in a row. <laughs> no, 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 no. I will make it right before I get in. But you'll leave it all. You <laughs> I make, totally get it. But you leave it all day. I mean, not always, but yeah, yeah. sometimes. Sometimes. Yeah. I won't get in an unmade bed. Neither will I. No. I want to feel like a little fairy tale mouse sleeping <laughs> on a leaf. That's how I want to feel. When I get in the bed, I'm sleeping in a like I'm sleeping in a matchbox. I want to feel like I've stumbled across a giant, too ripe onion, and I just peel it back and lay in it. (laughs) I was just trying to think. Disgusting. (laughs) How do you want to feel when you get evocative? Um, I just want to feel like it's uh, like it's clean. And, yes, yeah. which I think is the crispy and the cold. Yeah. 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 There's a there's the place right in our neighborhood that's called Crispy Brows. What? Have you yeah. seen it? Yeah. yeah. What is that? Don't know. It's right above the Gelson's on it's, Hyperion. They do brows and they're crispy? It's called Crispy Brows. What is crispy? It must translate to something else in another language. Crispy. Maybe. All right. Let's get to our next question. Dear Rana and Brian, I'm in the midst of a personal crisis. I want to begin by saying I haven't done anything wrong and none of this is my fault. Oh. In fact, I've done most things right. For example, I have two beautiful daughters, a husband who makes plenty of money designing clothes that, Ronnie, you would never wear, but Brian, you would. And I have a thriving career on Christmas television. Or I did. All that came to a halt over a huge misunderstanding. I would do anything for my daughters, just like, Ronnie, you would do anything for Jordan. And I believe they can do anything they want, even if they don't. For instance, I think they can be professional athletes. They've got what it takes, even though I've never seen it. My question is... My love and devotion to my daughters may have me downsizing pretty soon. 
for a number of years, maybe even 50. Any tips on going from a four-two-bedroom home to a studio, probably with a roommate? Side question. Rana, how much did you pay to get Jordan into college? I feel like I didn't get my money's worth. Love, Anonymous. (laughs) Ripped from the headlines. What do you think? Wow. (laughs) Elizabeth, what do you think about this letter? It's someone who obviously knows you really well or is a fan. Well, so we that endears me. We do have a lot of to, to this person, true. but yeah. I don't know. So they're saying they used to have money and now they don't. I well, think. I think it's all coming crashing in on them. I mean, there's a lot of issues with this. Yeah, Just beginning you, with something, nothing's their fault. Yeah. Well, that might be how they got into this situation in the first <laughs> place. Yeah. What do you think is at the heart of this letter here? They're, so what's going on? Okay, they have two beautiful daughters, a husband who makes. Money designing clothes. Yeah. That I would never wear, but you would. So that's Target. Okay. Yeah. You're right. <laughs> and a thriving career on Christmas. Oh, television. this is, this is, this is, this is, this is Lori Lachlan. <laughs> What's your advice to Lori? Oh, I would get with Felicity Huffman's lawyer. Yeah. Two weeks. But Felicity's out. But is that get with someone else's lawyer or is that get with the reckoning? I mean, Felicity B. Huffman decided to eat crow. She She decided to say, I did something wrong here and Mm. I'm ready to move on. Lori Laughlin has said two things so far. Okay. The first is that she didn't know bribery was illegal. The second was- How did she phrase that? I didn't know it was illegal to pay people to get what you want. This is all sources close to her are saying that she was absolutely blindsided by this, that she didn't didn't plead not guilty. I believe that she probably didn't know it was illegal. I kind of do too. And the other thing was she said, it was my understanding that giving half a million dollars to USC for my girls to get in was the same as like donating to the library there. Yeah. That's what she thought. Though she didn't give the money to USC. She gave the money to- Oh, excuse me, to the She gave it first to the broker and also to- who was it? The rowing coach? I can't believe what they yes, remember rowing. with the girls. She put their, she had their heads photoshopped on Asian rowan, rowing bodies. Oh, I mean, she didn't know that was wrong either. No. Was, okay. that, was that also on this her is list? Where it gets- I believe she didn't know it was wrong to pay for what you want. I believe that. Hmm. I also, I mean, I believe that they live in a crazy bubble and, you know, that they, that's how they just do things. You want something, you pay for it. Obviously, there's some kind of a weird, a, a, blind spot issue with these people would you have done this for jordan absolutely not yeah i would have donated a building i would have (laughs) i would have done it the old-fashioned way yeah i would have actually given the money to the school because then all of the kids bet this is the cheap way of doing that basically always this is the stupid way of doing this yeah but it's also the the cheaper way oh my way or their way no your way is more expensive you're going to buy a building you're going to build a a, if these people gave five hundred thousand dollars to usc you think they weren't going to take their kid i don't know for admissions the only thing that happened here is a broker got in the middle yeah and a coach got smat and these girls never wanted an education anyway they were just looking for a background for their Instagram stories. I'm not kidding. How much? Or YouTube. How much was Jordan's tuition? How much did you have to pay for him to get in? That's absolutely inappropriate. You're right. I'm really and sorry. And I didn't pay a dollar for Jordan to get in. Jordan is a natural talent. He was a wonderful student. He applied himself. He always knew what he wanted. He was focused. And he is a brilliant artist. And he got into Tish on a phone call. They didn't even wait for him to get the letter. They were so afraid he'd go to USC. Excuse me. So 
this is not something I can deeply identify with. For me, really, the kid goes where the kid goes, and that's it. And the other of the the opportunities in life, they'll have to find themselves. But if if I was engaging in something like this, when you give the money to the school, everyone at the school then benefits from that gift. There are always going to be legacies that get in. People come from other countries and they're able to get in to Ivy League schools who, if they weren't Canadian or whatever it is, that they wouldn't get into the Ivy League school, for example. But there's always going to be people there that aren't there because they have the highest GPA, the highest whatever. They're either legacies or Jared Kushner at Harvard, exactly. I'm sure his father wrote a check to Harvard and that's how he got in. Yeah. Well, who wrote a check for you? How'd you get into Juilliard? No one gets in there. No, that's very sweet. I mean, nobody, they all said I couldn't do it. I mean, my family was the opposite. They would have never paid someone off. And they were like, you, you're not going anywhere. How, did you go to New York to audition? Is that how, how I auditioned in Chicago. I had to go to Chicago. Got it. So they went to major cities. They would go to San Francisco, Chicago, and New York. Do you remember what you auditioned What was with? your piece? That's oh, what yeah. I was wondering. Um, so basic. I love asking this Juliet. Uh, oh. From, you had to do a classical and then a, a, a contemporary, um, a leap. Uh, was it a leap busing play? Uh, Ella, uh, Paul, uh, I can't remember the name of it right now. Ilya Mossenary. Yeah, I don't remember the monologue now, but I loved it and I loved the play. Did you ever play Juliet? No. Mm. I know. Tragic. It's tragic. Yeah. <laughs> Laurie, it's time to face the music, dear. Say you did something wrong and get this over with and this is going to drag on forever. And people but are all you're doing at- is teaching these daughters over and over again to not take responsibility for anything and to live beyond your means. Your daughter's are, have their own thriving industry on that horrible YouTube channel or whatever it is that they do. But they're good at, they're good at something. Does Jordan have a YouTube channel? I'd love to check it out. No, no he does. He's, oh. not, he's All his stuff is private. Oh. So Jordan is interested in film. Okay, he's, he's not on an the, influencer. He's on the Scorsese uh, side of the spectrum. He's not on the... Uh, I like that. On the, um, Olivia Jade. No, on the you know, Marvel side of the spectrum. Oh, though, though, look, I'm sure at some point in his career he's going to have to make that decision and he'll make a wonderful superhero movie if they're still making them, you know. He'll yeah. do his Black Panther. He'll be his Ryan Coogler. Yeah. Or, you know, not Ang Lee's Hulk, but... Well, yeah. maybe, Elizabeth, you could be in one of Jordan's movies one day. I oh, could only I hope mean, to oh, be I mean, considered. Yeah, I mean, I don't know... Yeah. I don't like to throw that around. Well, now if you're on TV, like you can be in movie. going to happen for them. Yeah, but they might well, need a grandma some someday. Stuff. No, yeah. no. But-, but Jordan really, you know, works with a particular set of actors. I and, see. You know, if, if look, if it comes together sure. and he's looking for that sort of thing, I'll actually put, put in a word. Oh, that's very sweet. I'll Thank you. Put in a word. I would Do never, I don't real? like to get a job in that way. I like to earn it. So don't much go like, out of your much way. Much like the admissions. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's right. Would you ever you did it be a child to get in? Absolutely not. Never. You don't believe me. If they're dumb, they're dumb. That's it. These, if they're dumb, they're dumb. First of all, I would never yeah. have a child. But here's the big... Here's the <laughs> For big, that's your first mistake. The really big <laughs> issue here, though, is these girls never did an ounce of work. That's right. And these parents were looking to cast them in a life, in a show that took place at USC with all the, the maroon and the gold and everything else. And I have to say, Felicity... And Huffman, these people are terrible terrible people and at this point she has messed it up so badly that even if she pleaded guilty she'd probably get a decade i couldn't agree more and felicity huffman i think it's the really heartbreaking thing there is that those girls 
didn't even un- these girls knew everything oh these girls knew everything but the-, the Laughlin girls the Massimo what's the last name again I can't I remember I can't remember but they all knew what was going on they were all very hip but also to this problem Felicity Huffman but Felicity Huffman's girls she's gonna spend a lifetime trying to repair that relationship maybe but I don't give yeah. a shit she did something wrong she got she basically is is at it for the, the four seasons of prisons which is still a prison but it has a salon I mean it literally like she's it looked like her jumpsuit had been tailored her jumpsuit probably was you know was. Martha Stewart said she looked schlumpy and she she should do a better job wearing her uniform. She did. Yeah. Isn't Martha's, that bad? My Martha's, mom sent me that article. They asked her what she thought, and Martha said, I think she looks a little schlumpy. She should style her outfit a little bit. She looks pretty fit. She yeah, does she look is, fit. Well, she's always been very fit. Yeah. She looks like Brian Cranston. Well. <laughs> Okie dokie. Anyway. <laughs> If you got to pay the school, photo. send the money directly to the school. But really, but they 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 should have thrown the book at Felicity, and they didn't. Yeah, but also, you know what? Be on top of it sooner. Either and and also accept your children for what they yeah. are. Idiots. This is no, but truly, not everybody's going to go to an Ivy League school. Not everybody's going to go to a wonderful acting school if that's not where where they have earned their place. Or How many where they people belong. were in your class? Seventeen. Like Amazing. Maybe? That's yeah. great. Yeah. Did Patty LuPone ever come and do a master class? No, but I I love her. Yeah, me too. Okay. (laughs) Sorry, Ron, I interrupted you. Should we wrap it up? Yeah, sure. What about our giveaway this week? Oh, so Elizabeth. Yeah, should we have Elizabeth decide or should we have a group vote? Oh. Well, every week we give away something that has enhanced our lives and made things better. And it's sort of products that affect us personally. Today, we're giving away an Aesop soap. Aesop. Aesop soap, because I used it in Rana's bathroom earlier, and it smells, it's called Resurrection, which that's, that's I don't debatable. Do the, I don't name the flavors. Yeah. Um, yeah. I also, you're. what are you doing having a, a scent called Resurrection in this house? What do you mean? Well, it's sort of my a hand. Christian. Don't you feel revived every time you, it's not my fault they use that word. No, I know, but I didn't know if, like, do you put up a Christmas tree? No. Okay. Absolutely not. But why, what? The word is only applicable to the ghost of Jesus Christ, or it can mean other things too. What about Frankenstein? What do you feel about him? Came to life. Yeah. Not, Not resurrected. resurrected. No. He was a dead body. Sure. Came back. Came back. And Frankenstein's monster is really what it is. That's really what he's called. His name was not Frankenstein. He was no, the wasn't. monster. Yes. Frankenstein was the doctor. That's right. Yeah. In any event, we're giving out the a hand soap, an Aesop hand soap. Of our, of our questions today, Elizabeth, who do you think deserves? To recap, we have sheets, we have the couple showing up, and we have uh, Adam's question about uh, moving to Portland. I think uh, sheets needs it most. You know what? I didn't see that coming. I did not. But either. just from that answer, I'm swayed. I'm not kidding. I thought Adam was going to get for his new home. Me too. Or his current home. But you don't want to have to pack an extra thing. Yeah. You are right. And we, we, would, we wouldn't be able to ship to the new address. Sheets needs it most, huh? All right. You agree, Brian? Well, or you you can override. You're the boss of this show. Rana, I don't think I'm the one who can override. Of course you can. I can override you, but you can override Elizabeth. Um, <laughs> what, you, no, I this I see. And I'm this is way too much pressure. All of a sudden, I, <laughs> I, I agree with Elizabeth about sheets. Okay, sheets it is. No, it doesn't have to be. What's your vote? No, sheets it is because she's sheets refers to herself as a hostess, and a hostess should have a beautiful soap in their bathroom. Mm. Adam might use it to wash his cat or something like that. He has a cat, don't you think? <laughs> By the way, I'm not kidding. I pictured him with a cat. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> 
But they do, Aesop, make a terrific pet wash, just they, so Adam knows. What? Yeah, they make a, a pet wash. You gave it to me. I gave Elizabeth yeah. the pet wash. I, Luther yeah. loves it. Have- one year for her beautiful dog, Luther. Yeah. Oh, Elizabeth and I have a friendship outside of this. You know, I have a lot of very famous friends. Do you ever go out to see her in Los Angeles, I or go, does she always I'll come to Boston? I'll meet her in Aspen occasionally. <laughs> oh, right. And then once in a while, we have a drink in Los Angeles. But, Where do you go? Uh, but mostly, I meet her in Aspen when I'm there. Where do you go for the drink in Los Angeles? Oh, we can't say. It's a controver- <laughs> It's a controversial. I go wherever Ronald. We wants used to go to, go okay. to the Polo Lounge when you could. Yeah, you can't go. You there can't anymore. go there. Anymore. No, you can't. It was on, and now it was off, and then it was on again, and now it's off again. Is it off again? I don't okay. know for sure. <laughs> okay, well, I'm not going to go, but. We'll find another. We'll go to the Tower Bar. The yeah. Sunset Tower, Tower. Bar is good. Okay. It's a beautiful room. All right. Well, so, but maybe Elizabeth will take me to San Vicente Bungalows. That's the new hut spot. Oh, that'd be yeah. fun. Yeah. So, table oh, for you three. Have to be I, I don't belong there. No, but she's got you. Well, when you're really famous, you don't have to belong. You can just go. <laughs> table for three. Yeah. You song's coming? Oh, table for four. <laughs> you song's well, coming. Well, now Martina's coming. So that's five. All right. Oh, and if Martina's coming, say Adam's coming. That's six. So we better leave it at two. <sighs> okay. Well, I don't really. I think I don't think we have to add on. I mean, I would love for Adam to come, but I, don't, I think that's really pushing it. Table for three. We'll let you know when it is. Okay. How does that sound? Signed, set up. Fed up. <laughs> All right, listen. You can, uh, Elizabeth. Would you? Would you want people? Can people follow you places, or you hate? Oh that? yeah, okay, actually. Where, where, do you, yeah. What, where do they follow? I you? can. I'm on Twitter, and I'm on, also on the gram. Fabulous. What is you? Are you Elizabeth Reeser? Uh, on Twitter, I'm at Reeser Reeser. Okay. Uh, and on Instagram, I'm Elizabeth Reeser. Just my name. Great. And uh, you can follow us on Ask Ron and you can, uh, and you should, and you can also email us, askron at gmail.com. And you can subscribe to our podcast because this is our third episode. Absolutely. And you can rate and review, but don't give us any bad reviews. No, yeah, go to- We're go not on, interested. No, go on. You have, if you have critical feedback, you can email that to us. Thank you very much. <laughs> That's right. Mind your manners. There you go. Kiss, kiss. All right, I got to get on we'll that We'll see plane. you next week. You got to get Brian to the airport. That's right. We better do a bonus question because I felt, forgot this was on the stack. Let's do a bonus. Okay. I, think, I mean, you really feel like Elizabeth. I feel like Elizabeth Risa is the right person to help us answer this question. So this is can be in our post role as a bonus question. And, and, and to be honest, probably this person would have won the giveaway. But you know what? The advice is going to be good enough for them. We'll, we'll, we'll send them a box of condoms or something. Okay. Dear Ron and Brian. I have been unintentionally celibate for the past five to 10 years. Well, that's a range. There might, there might have been one one night stand in that period, but otherwise have been unintentionally celibate. Celebrate. There's a Freudian slip here. This is already insane. But anyway, not, not from the predicament, just from the, the way that we remember uh, keeping track of time. But in any event, my only past relationships that, uh, have been one night stands or toxic and emotionally abusive controlling relationships. Mm-hmm. I'm a woman who has dated men. I also had multiple life-changing and debilitating injuries in that time. Okay, well, that could explain the memory. Uh, And because of continuing chronic pain and problems, have gained over 100 pounds from the last time I had sex. 
I have refocused my goals from just Korea to also include self-care, terrific, and work to heal from these past traumas, but I know I still have a lot to do mentally and physically. How would you break the seal and relearn how to date? Aside from not really being attracted to anyone around me that is single, I work in comedy and I'm not an alcoholic, so slim pickings in that scene. <laughs> you said it. I'm open to men or women, though being 30, I don't want to lead any established les ladies on if I'm still figuring things out. I haven't really tried apps in earnest. The only people I talked to on those were either in a poly relationship or revealed themselves to be creeps immediately. Help me get my groove back, Brian and Rana and Elizabeth. Hmm. I I think you definitely need. Are, this person didn't mention if they were in therapy or not, right? Because I mean, the the series of events that you talked about, the, yeah. the debilitating things physically, does take an emotion. I have a friend who had knee surgery who now is seeing a psychiatrist because it was so fucking depressing that recovery and it yeah. debilitated them and limited them so much. So I would say like. That should definitely be, it sounds like you need to do work from the inside out. And I don't, I, it sounds like you're in a horrible situation. I, I don't know. I would, I would get to a therapist fast. That's not mm. good advice. I think that is good advice because like I, I've had chronic pain and injuries and it's, it is, it is, it is hard. It really starts to like wear you down. And the other thing I'll say about being single is cause I've, I've had some some times in my life where I was single and I feel like when I'm single, I think I'll never meet anyone. Mm-hmm. I'll never like anyone again. I'll never, you know, you'll, how am I going to meet someone? And then I think eventually you do. But I think that Brian's right. Like that's not really the point right now, even though I hear what you're saying and I, I feel you because it sounds lonely and it sounds like you're ready and you want to connect with someone. But I feel like there's some work to do. But also why not go on Bumble or something too in the meantime, if just to have a flirty text or something. I think that's very, I think that's right. I think the first thing you need to do is forgive yourself for the five to 10 year period of time. Forget that happened. Not meaning forget what you experienced in that in your life. But it sounds like there's maybe a certain amount of shame attached to the fact that you have been out of the game, so to speak, for quite some time. There's nothing that can be done about that. It, the the thing that's really encouraging about this email, actually, is that you're starting from now. And you're telling us you've started to take care of yourself. You're starting to try and heal from these past traumas. If therapy isn't an important and key part of that experience, it absolutely should be. Brian's 100% right. As should getting some exercise, whether it's just taking a walk. I'm not going to tell you to lose 100 pounds, but I'm going to tell you to take care of yourself and go take a walk and get some fresh air and move. Because the other thing that's going to do is make you feel more connected with your physical self. It is meditative. Mm. Yeah. And you are going to, you need to start moving back into your relationship with your body is mm. what is going on here. Mm. You have been focused on this pain and this trauma and the toxicity of these relationships and whatever that means in terms of what happened to you in all the years leading up to that, because obviously there's something from either your childhood or previous relationships or whatever that have made you a little skittish about re-engaging in that way. But I, as, as much as there's a lot of heaviness to this email, I think it's very hopeful that you're saying, I'm ready to get back out there. I don't think you need to worry about who's a lesbian, who's not. Look, be upfront with people. But if you're experimenting and you're upfront about the fact that 
you're not looking for a long-term relationship at this moment and that you're very much working on yourself, date anybody you want. It's their responsibility if they date you back or they, you know, if they want, don't worry, whoever these older women are, don't worry about the fact that they want to get married or not get as married. As long as you're and honest with everyone, it's, yeah. you're, you, you are in the clear. I think it, Brian is absolutely right. Get a therapist. Elizabeth is absolutely right. Get on an app. That is how people meet people. It's just what happens now. If you're not meeting people in your workplace, you know, ha 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 about the comedians, of course. But if that's not the scene that you're interested in and not in terms of your dating life, there's all of these ways to move beyond that space. And it's okay to have five more one night stands with 10 other people or whatever it is. You're not in shape for a relationship just yet. But the really encouraging thing about this email is that you're moving towards that. So consider all of these little things, steps on that journey towards the place where you are more fully yourself, where you've shed your past a little bit and where you have a better connection with your body and what you want from a relationship, from a partner, physically what you want from a partner, emotionally what you want from a partner. You're, you're a year away from that at least probably, but it's so exciting that you're ready to kind of shed this cocoon now. And it's okay to date a few people along the way or sleep with a few people along the way or go to the movies with a few people along the way. You don't have to marry every person that you accept a date with, but you got to get out there. And it sounds like you're willing to do that, which I think is wonderful. Oh, I'm sorry. I was just no, waving. not at all. I have one more idea Please. for this person because I agree, I agree with everything you just said. I think getting, if you're not allergic to a dog, get oh. a dog, get a rescue dog because yeah. it will get you outside. Yep. It gets you moving. Great. You talk to other dog owners all the time. So you're constantly meeting people and um, it makes you less depressed. Yeah. yeah. And you have bodily, like you have physical intimacy with this creature that you will love more than any person you'll ever meet. It's a terrific idea. It actually is. It actually is a great so you're right. Have sex with a dog. Yeah. And do you have any, I feel like you're a person who has a little bit of advice about how to get your groove back. I feel like that you, you get, you, you're a very on your groove person. What would you would would do to make yourself feel, if you weren't feeling sexy, what would you stop wearing sweatpants? Uh, Well, that's what I have to do. Yeah. I just bought some new trousers, put real pants on. Um, I I like to get a little sparkling wine going. Mm -hmm. Uh, A little Lambrusco. A little Lambrusco. Here we go. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe half a dozen (laughs) Pop-Tarts. Yeah. I mean, I I, I think you got to have fun. I think starting to feel good is like, is part of it. Like if you can just start to feel good and have fun, that's part of getting your group back. And also like really like, like you were saying in a sense, Ron, I was just like, yeah, maybe you didn't want to have sex for the past five to 10 years. Don't be ashamed of it. That's That's just not where you were. But maybe you do now. Yeah. So it's fine. In your 30. You probably didn't miss anything by the way. 10, 20 and 20 20 and 30 for ladies. 10 is a bad sex. Yeah. That's all you missed. Yeah. People are just starting to (laughs) figure out what they're good at in the bedroom around 30. So this is actually a great time. (laughs) And uh, yeah, connect with your body, connect with yourself, take care of yourself. Become the person that you want to be. And then you can offer that person to somebody else. Yeah. Watch The Bachelor. Mm. 90 Day Fiance. If all of that feels, go get a 90 Day Fiance. And just be like, wow, I have, my life is great. Just go on, no, go on one of those dating sites and get a 90 Day Fiance. Absolutely. Go on (laughs) ukrainiancupid.com and you'll find somebody. No problem. Kiss, kiss.
Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.